what's old, gay, and red all over. It's time for the Intellectual Saviors with your hosts, Michael. You want to run in the government or you want her in the kitchen making your sandwich? Eric. So it's edible panties that have scripture on them. And box. That would be the coolest. Can you just imagine, like, for God so lovely where he gave his only son? Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> there are three guys who are fighting the good fight. If your definition of a good fight is sitting on your ass while drinking and cussing into a microphone. God damn, this band is so good. Fuck you, KK, for God damn it, quitting. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. I'm Michael. I'm Boggs. And you would be correct. That is a mandolin that you're hearing. We've upgraded <laughs> from the guitar to a mandolin. <laughs> Next week, the banjo. <laughs> That's... If Boggs can pick it up. You know that... Okay, so Boggs is trying to learn the mandolin now. So this is a good hypothetical because I have recently been around people who could speak multiple languages, which is something I've never had the ability to do. What do you think would be... What would you rather? Would you rather be able to play any instrument or would you rather be able to speak any language? What do you think? That's a good one. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, because do I get to keep skills that I have now? No. So it's I one or the other, bitch. Honestly, it's way more relevant to be able to speak to people. So I would probably go with languages. Me too. Because honestly, if 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 my entire career just like, I would disappeared, go with the instrument because it is language. It is. Music is the language. Blow. Shut the fuck. The language up. of the heart. <laughs> oh my god, stop it. I would go with, I would go with the foreign language because the world would keep spinning if my career and like music just disappeared from the planet. Mm-hmm. Like it just wasn't a thing anymore. Yeah. We would still get to go on, but yeah. Well, see here, well, what language? Yeah, what language, bitch? <clears throat> um the only thing that's well, relevant to you right now being in Texas is Spanish. If you say anything else, then it's just vanity and you might as well just say instrument. Mm, I guess if I'm gonna live here then, but if we're living in magical Christmas land where you get to like not yeah, have your own magical and Christmas all that kind of land, shit, bitch. Um, I understand that. You could get government jobs. He's trying to say magical Christmas land in you could get, this reality. You could, you could get a government job. Dude, you could get a lot learning, of jobs. Learning or knowing Farsi, for for example, and like go overseas and do that kind of shit. And that, if you're smart and you can speak languages, dude, you could make some cash mm-hmm. doing interpreter interpreter or um, like you're saying teaching or government, especially during the Iraq War, man. They had people yep. making bank, bro. Because okay. that's that's a skill that you know not a lot I, of people have, and yeah, I totally could, want to go to the Iraq War. But I, I'm well, just you could saying, teach people. You could teach spies how to talk like that. You I would just like to know do. because I think that it'd make it a lot easier to fucking hook up when you go traveling and stuff. Not if you only know one language and you have to go to that one country actually, every time. Actually, you know it'd be great. Well, no, you know all languages. That's what I'm saying. Either you can oh. you'd be able to speak every language, every, oh yeah, or play any instrument. Like you could sit down and play any instrument. You just know how to do. You could fucking. No, I think I'd rather mandolin. have the instrument still. The instrument's pretty good. You Eric, get... Eric doesn't like people, so this is actually. I'd, I'd much rather have the instrument. It's a tough one. What are you talking about? I don't like people. Do you like people? I don't like people. No, I fucking hate okay. people. Okay. <laughs> I, I honestly, I, I don't know why I fight for people anymore. To be honest. 
I've given up on it. I really kind of. Uh, I don't know why. I'm like trying to make things better Guys, for everybody. Are y'all really sad? So oh, play that song that you played for us a minute ago before we started the show. I like to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the fucking. Fucking what? I'm not taking a grenade for you anymore. And that's the song. <laughs> he, did, he did add a add a verse there. <laughs> um, I do need uh, pa- past guest or uh, buddy author JD Brucker. Uh, I got a message from him. He um, is no longer with his publishing company, so he's self he's self publishing his book now. So I was going to give a shout just to let everybody know. Um, he changed it up. It's still improbable, but now it's called uh, the subtitle on its issues with the God Hypothesis. And uh, so I was just going to let everybody know if you wanted to check that out and get it on Amazon. I think you can download it for your Kindle for like two bucks. So, you know, it's worth it, I guess, if you go on a road trip or something. He uh, was on uh, episode 83 with us. It's two parter. That was, if you hear us talk about Brad all the time, you guys want to go back and listen to that, you can hear Brad tell stories about how he used to fucking do awful things when he did music for the church or something. I can't remember. I don't remember if it was him stealing shit at the church. There's something about it. And then uh, the second part of that was the shit that we did our Game of Thrones talk on that episode, which was awesome. Yep. And you had that really, really long winded opener. It wasn't, it was this, it was the oh, theme it took, song, it dude. It took forever. Game of fucking thrones. Game of fucking thrones. God damn it. I was listening to that. I'm like, is this going to stop anytime soon? Like, it was funny at first and then it just dragged on. I know. That's why I let it go. <laughs> I was going to cut it down. I was like, nah, you I'm going to let this sh- motherfucker go. Cut it down. I just wanted to see you guys. <laughs> How's everybody's week going? Uh, Yeah, so far it's been pretty fucking lame. Guys, I watched what Bogs. Are you, what are you talking about? You were talking about juggling and stuff earlier. Yeah, that was. He's th- learning how to juggle. I was over the weekend. I was working on my. I was working on my like, juggling. No, that's it. That's the story. Is you're learning how to juggle. Yep, uh, he's learning uh, how to juggle. It's not like a euphemism for something. Or? No, no, not at all. It's just just juggling. Just doing some juggling, man. <laughs> you know how lame that sounds, right? <laughs> well, well, hi guys, I want to learn to juggle. No, <laughs> that's you right now. It was pretty. No, this. No, was, it's got to be pretty exciting though. This is learn pretty, how to juggle. This is are pre- you juggling like chainsaws? Juggling. Uh, no. More like dildos. No. More like um. No. Can you juggle dildos? No. Like, would you juggle dildos? More like chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What? Just I know enough about your you know, life like to those, know that I don't, I don't have, appreciate that. I don't have. It's like the fucking you know that you see them with the bowling pins. Stop I don't have it. any of those. So you have chopsticks. I got chopsticks. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Dude, you're an asshole. So anyway, as Boggs is highlighting <laughs> his fucking note, and I just, and I, I Where'd made you this. Where'd get the chopsticks, dick? Don't, don't worry about it. We're moving on. I made this perfectly fucking clear. I put it on Facebook. You two, I'll handle nonsense at the beginning of the show, because I'm good with nonsense, but you two are fucking handling the topic. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I'm sitting back, and I'm going to fucking relax. What are you talking about? For the fucking show. And what, Boggs. What show? And what? Boggs, this are the greatest fucking show on um, internet. What? No, iTunes. Stitcher. We're on all those things if you guys want to go find <laughs> us. After you add the us on the Twitter. Weirdest segue ever. At the Intel I don't, Saviors. I don't... What? I, Juggling chopsticks somehow turned into... <laughs> so anyway... Following us oh, on Facebook no and Twitter. parking space. You know, first, that is... <laughs> 
That's racist. <laughs> what you just fucking did. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I not the kind of. I don't. And that, you're talking about juggling chopsticks. But so. that—that's what I couldn't find. I don't have no, bowling you know pins what? laying the around fuck the house. Up. Just because the listeners don't know what that means, I know what that means, bitch. Go back to highlighting your notes. Yeah, you don't know what that means. <clears throat> no, I totally know what it means. Okay. Oh my god, this is. Just don't turn this back on me. I'm basically I'm trying to run the show. I'm trying to run the fucking. I'm trying to run the dick. I'm trying to run the show here, sir. Okay, run the show. This is started. I thought we were running the show. I'm just trying to take it back, man. I'm taking, <laughs> just taking it all back right now. Okay, let's stop and start over. I okay. All right. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, we'll start from Boggs playing the so, sex song. Again. So Boggs, how is your week? Uh, I don't remember this week at all. It's been kind wow. of weird. Oh, God damn. I, You've I been like I, in a drunken stupor or something? No, I just jerked off that much, I think. Whoa. I'm just like, so you're like blinded by the light? I don't know what that means. Like blinded by the whiteness mm. of semen? No. Oh. No. When cum gets in your eyes. <laughs> I did see a cake. Somebody sent me a picture of a cake what? and it said... It said, "Sorry, I got semen in your eye." That was the whole cake. It's like oh, a little dude, apology that would cake. Be a great cake. <laughs> oh, I want that so much, so I can hand it to. Never mind. Well, that's actually genius. I know it's awesome. I like it a lot. Yeah. Well, actually, it's not genius because if like you're into skinny chicks and you give her a cake, she's gonna get fat, and it's not no. Dude, she's not oh, gonna get man. fat off of one goddamn cake. You don't know. You don't know. I do know. <laughs> it's, I do know. It's, it's not possible. Yeah, it's probably physically impossible for one cake to, you know. And if she does, meant to be. I don't know. You're you're starting that engine though. <laughs> rev rev rum, rum, fat. Oh man, we've let's see, we've pissed off any <laughs> any Asian that are listening to us with Boggs's oh, terrible no per- parking space. I'm so, <laughs> so sorry for him. I'm, and we I'm so sorry I don't want to give you no more chopstick I'm so sorry for the listeners that we have in, in Japan because we actually I have get to hits ad, in Japan. I have to admit to you I have a little well I think he's Korean I uh, believe I believe my student's Korean you have a fetish for a no young this Korean kid, boy this kid is freaking absolutely phenomenal at guitar and three years from now he's mm-hmm. going to be better than me I swear to God mm-hmm. this kid is insane like his only limitation is just he's he's seven and he's physically limited because he's seven. That's it. This kid is smart. Okay, so let me give you... At seven years old, I may or may not have played Jingle Bells. Okay. Like Jingle Bell, right? Just like a really simple... This kid's playing Jingle Bell Rock, two tempo with swing rhythms. That's fucking insane. He's seven. (laughs) That's pretty... I barely had to explain swing to him. I was like... His name's Nathan. I was like, Nathan, here's swing rhythm, and it's kind of like triplets. He goes, oh, so it's like da-da-da-da-da-da. I was like... Uh, yeah, actually, that's exactly how it was like when you're, it's like a really good guesser. You know how you hate really good guessers? Uh-huh. I was like, it's the same, it's equivalent of like, Hey, I went to the casino this weekend. Guess how much I made? And Eric's like 250 bucks. And that was like exactly what I made. Mm-hmm. I'd be really pissed at him. That's how I was with Nathan. I was just like, wow. Does he, does he, you he got know any other Christmas carols? Like Siren Night? Does he know anything like that? You have no room to talk to me anymore. <laughs> we just ruined every every humanitarian stance we've ever taken on this show is now gone. You so. know, I don't. I can't remember. What, okay, first of all, I gotta shut up, Republican. We, we fucking. <laughs> I I really did have legitimate shit on my rant last time, but I had been drinking, and man, it really started taking effect there. Then and then, 
I wanted you guys to come in, but when you did it, it really fucked me up. Like it was throwing me off because I was losing track. Uh, that's kind of what we do best. Oh, it was great. I mean, I tried to listen to it. And I was like, oh man, that was that did not work out well. <laughs> but I can't remember what we were talking about. We got on something about prostates. Do you remember? Because we have a a nice uh, gay gentleman who listens to the show who said that um, we didn't know what the fuck we were talking about with prostates, and if we were gay, we would have known because gays know everything about the prostate. <laughs> I didn't say it. He said it. I'm just fucking repeating. What happened to the show in the last 15 minutes? It wasn't me. It was one of our uh, buddies. What, were we talking about prostate cancer? Maybe that's what it was. Maybe. I and remember. then we were probably talking about weird balls. Man, I really, do, I, do I sound like I'm low in the mix or am I good? You're probably way too high. If anybody, probably, I'm not high after, at all, dude. No, I'm saying drugs. after all the stuff you've said, we probably need to pot you down. Oh, just uh, <laughs> mute me. <clears throat> ah! <clears throat> <clears throat> Now that you start grunting in the we mic, all good? turn you up, you <laughs> asshole. Are we all good now? Sorry. Am I good? I'm, I'm good. Check. That, that's, Check. That's, that's way too high. And this is actually great for me because I'm penis, not going to sing tonight. I don't have... God damn it. Fuck you, Michael. I'm just checking the volume. Yeah, so for our listener, I apologize if we were incorrect about our prostate cancer examination. I don't know nothing about it. I haven't had it yet. Well, no, it's because, I mean, we were probably talking about like the balls and having your balls cupped or whatever. And that's incorrect. That's not how you check for prostate. Oh yeah, that's in yeah. Your, you have in, to go into in your anus. In, yeah. So your anus, anus. Yeah. So you know, yes, we were definitely incorrect, but we were also drunk and being stupid as shit. I had, um, which happens a lot on this show. If you don't know. Not that enough, already. man. That's why I took advantage like, of it last me, I'm week. Feeling pretty toasty right yeah, now. Yeah, you so guys I'm will good. sip during the week, but I try to be responsible because you guys live here. I got to drive home, so I never drink. I'm not sipping. Anymore. I'm already like six beers in. Oh, I just, it's not fair. There's like six, eight percent alcohol was, by volume beers, not had, like your Bud Lights. Oh, I, I know. I had so much fun last week. At, at, by the time we finished, I had already put five Dude, away, I, and I was feeling real good about life. I keep telling you, we can do weekend shows like when I'm early out and stuff like that. You guys start doing. We that. have to plan it. We have to do it actually i'd prefer it instead of it being one of my days off because i'd like to go out and do shit on my day off instead of being stuck in Pose here this to the listeners no you, offense to you guys listeners you uh prefer drunk me or <laughs> over because then we'll have to make that happen i prefer to be a little buzzed i know um, that toasty this, michael's this person michael. who corrected us what did he did he correct us on twitter or facebook twitter or he just but, he just said that he just said that we need to bone up on our prostate oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I will say I do appreciate it. I mean, anytime we are incorrect, definitely correct us. Don't, because you'll spend half your fucking time correcting us. Don't don't waste your that life that way. That might be true. <laughs> but, no, I mean, if they want to correct us, you know, they, they don't feel threatened. We're, <laughs> don't be threatened by us. We're not above it by any means. Well, you speak for yourself. But I brought that up because it was funny to me <laughs> that he pointed that out. And also because um, Rick Perry did a speech um, this past week at Dartmouth and uh, for college Republicans. Ugh. And a bunch of uh, fucking liberals, dude. Liberals are the worst. A bunch of a uh, couple lib students snuck in there. And they put together a list of uh, questions they wanted to ask him. And everybody knows that uh, uh, Rick Perry, is, he's kind of a homophobe. He's not real big. You know, he's big into the sodomy. and Yeah against abortion, all this other fun stuff. <clears throat> so they passed around this questionnaire to send the lips if they got up. I mean, they actually were able to a ask him a few of these questions. It didn't go over very well, but uh, I'll give you a couple that they asked. 
and then I'll give you a couple they didn't that they have on this list just so you can kind of see what Rick Perry had to put up with, our outgoing governor of Texas, the genius. Um, Indeed. Num- number one, in 2002, you supported Texas's anti-sodomy laws. Do you dislike booty sex because the peenie goes where the poopy comes out? <laughs> I love that okay. one. Okay. <laughs> so they were asking questions like a five-year-old. I hate okay. it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of putting the peenie in where the poopy comes out. <laughs> what about you, Box? You're not a fan of putting the peenie where the poopy comes out? Why? It's a good way to check the prostate, though. Uh, the, Are you talking... What? What just happened? I'm going to ask you a question. You're not even You're paying, not attention, paying attention, attention Just keep highlighting God, your little sheets. You were the fucking worst. I thought we were talking about females. No, shut, no. shut oh. the fuck up. I'm asking you these questions. You need to answer them. Does your ideal anti-sodomy law prevent me from playing with my own poop shoot? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like that Was one. that posed to a government official? <laughs> Did you... I'm not just even, hypothetical you here. Just, just damn it! Just, just, yeah, just stop talking. You're ruining this whole. No, I wasn't bit. asking. You guys are the worst people I've ever met in my life, and I hope you both die. Okay, it'll happen one day, motherfucker. It probably will. I'm sorry. Except for Eric. I just hope you're with me when it happens. Actually, Eric is a great guy. He got me beer today, so I can't really complain too much. You're Look at go. his face. He looked like I really like emotionally hurt him. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. How are you going to get upset at us because you weren't listening to what he's saying? Weren't. Because you aren't listening to what he's saying. Just go back to Highline and listen to these. I am listening. Just nod your head every time I say one. Say my own poop shoot. Okay, next question. God damn it, why did I say that out of context? If new documents reveal that Jesus liked to play with his hairy hollow, would you change your opinion? (laughs) 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 What the fuck is a hairy hollow? hollow? That's what it says. Never heard of that. It's a hollow hole with hair? I know, know, but I've just never heard it referenced in that (laughs) manner. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, it's a good thing I'm not drinking. I can barely get these out. <laughs> so if you're... God damn it. I almost said something really this racist. Is, this is a genius question because this is a foreign policy question that they're going to ask him. Uh-oh. I, <laughs> I know you've been very strong on all foreign policy issues, including Somali pirates, but what is your stance on butt pirates? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, fuck it. I'll finish. Well, yeah, this one, this is a good one to finish with. Recently in San Francisco, you explained that being gay is like being an alcoholic. Would you like to get drunk and be gay with me? <laughs> <laughs> so this is the kind of shit that our governor has to deal with. This is a goddamn shame, isn't it? Not at all. He needs to deal Dude, with Harry more Hollow? of that shit. Dude, <laughs> th- Rick Perry learned something to that article. He was like, you talking about the asshole? You know, that's what he said, right? <laughs> I don't like this line of questioning. <laughs> it's not up my alley. I mean, my when, <laughs> when you have such uh, horrible stances on how people live their life, then you deserve everything that comes your way as far as like having to deal with questions like that and stuff, stuff of the like. Yeah. When like, you're a piece of shit like you are, Rick. Like Boggs, like if you were taking questions from some of our listeners and someone asked you, hey, you've recently been in a corruption scandal. Would you like to have anal sex with me later? How would you, how would you respond to that? <laughs> Male or female? Oh, what? yeah. Yeah. Think about it. What? Dumbass. Male. 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 I'm out. I'm good. I don't need that in my life. 
I don't know, man. What you're talking to me earlier makes me think you're considering things. Oh, yeah, by the way, for all you out there, uh, Boggs is single. Email us at intelsavers at gmail.com. We'll give out his information. He's but. into uh, conversion parties. Uh, <laughs> let me be clear. He's into... Uh, uh, let me be clear. I'm going to write a song, I think. Speaking of songs... For Christmas about I conversion have, parties. Right. I have uh, the top 10 weirdest circus accidents slash apparently executions on here. You want to read them off? And you have not even gone over this list. You just pulled it off. Did you read any That's of those? That's because, no. I just pulled this off the internet today. Are we going to get to guess any of it? No, I mean, no, besides no, for the no. first one. How are you going to be able to guess, dudes? Yeah. Dude, I don't know. That, that, that requires you, a lot of history of, Can knowledge. I at least try and guess? I mean, Yes, I you guess. can try and guess. Go ahead. Number what? <laughs> No, I'm not going to guess the number. I'm going to guess what happened. Okay, you guess what happened. Besides for the one that I already know. Yes, you can't guess the elephant being executed. Okay. Oh, no, you just gave that away. It's you the just, first one on the right, list. So, uh, apparently that's child's play. <laughs> there were some clowns. Okay. And they were trying to do like the human pyramid kind of thing. Okay. And the clown had one of the clowns like up above his head holding his shoes. And then he slipped and the guy's anus went over the guy's head. Okay, you, you almost had it until the anus part. Damn it! That's, that's the that anus? So I'm just going to go through this list, and we'll just talk about them, and we'll get your reaction. So, <clears throat> number 10. Mm. We've all kind of reacted to this already. Why do you clear your throat so goddamn much? You can't possibly have that much phlegm. It's not phlegm. Oh, uh, Mary the elephant. You guys ready for this? Coughing up cum all yeah, the time. Yeah, the execution of an elephant. Okay, so this is a little elephant named Mary who trampled her handler, Red Eldridge, to death. And they don't know why. It could be that she was like being you know, prodded with a stick and she was pissed. And some people think she was just bored. Which makes sense because it was 1916. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Probably treated like shit. Probably. Elephants are actually relatively intelligent. Right, so she was probably pretty pissed. Yeah. So, yeah, on September 13th of that year, 1916, a crowd of 2,500 people gathered to watch her being executed, and they hung her. Hmm. They fucking put a chain around her neck and hung her. How did they hang her? Industrial crane. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? Because <laughs> I saw the picture. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hold on. However, uh -oh. the chain around her neck snapped, and she slammed to the ground, breaking her hip. A heavier oh. gauge chain. So then they hung her a second time, and she what swung. What the fuck? She yeah. swung for half an hour, half an hour before being dumped into a like a dug grave. So, good job, humanity. Good yeah, job. Just remember that next time you're at the circus. Yep, Desi Espana. Ready for this? Go she was it, a bud. Bulgarian American who came from a family of performers. She had performed for years and even held a Guinness World Record. Mm. Unfortunately, a tech failure ended her career in 2004. She was performing an aerial act with, um, what is this, chiffon scarves, whatever that is. Mm. When a mechanism holding the cloth in place failed, she fell 30 feet head first. Ooh. That's pretty shitty. So that's number nine on the list, which brings me to number eight. The Lion Tamer. Oh, God, this can't end well. Okay, so he was bold and rash. He was, oh, my God, he was a one-armed lion tamer. <laughs> <laughs> You're already on in trouble at that point. <laughs> on January 3rd, 1872, he was performing. Uh, this is in Bolton, England. How for unknown you, reasons. Hold, hold, do you know how you lost the other arm? It doesn't say. But I would imagine it would be a lion Prostate ripping that exam shit off. accident. Yeah, I go with that. This was in 1872, <laughs> so they didn't have good prostate examinations then. Where, where is he from? 
Uh, it doesn't say where he's from, but he was performing in Bolton, England. Mm. So this is, across, mate. this is across the seas. What? I'll, this is even better. So a <laughs> lion named Tyrant. Are you drunk? A lion named a lion named Tyrant attacked him, and the three other lions in the act quickly joined in. So, so he was nearly scalped when a lion bit his head and was torn apart in front of several hundred witnesses. Damn. And by the way, the lion that attacked him first was Tyrant. So who do you think's at fault here? Obama. Duh. Saint what? Louis. What? Because he's a tyrant. I'm confused. What? Is the lion wearing Just blame fucking Obama. Pants. The Saint Louis trapeze accident. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. The trapeze is undoubtedly one of the most dangerous circus acts around and requires a good deal of strength and flexibility. All the training in the world, however, cannot prevent a mechanical failure. This seems to be a recurring theme. In 1872, same fucking year. Wow. Fred Lis- so apparently it was just bad to be in the circus in mm-hmm. the 1800s. Fred Lassell and Billy Milson, two famous trapeze artists, crashed to the ground when the trapeze mechanism failed. Uh, George North, a gymnast, was unfortunately beneath the trapeze when it fell. <laughs> All three men were injured. Milson likely broke his ribs, and North suffered internal injuries. But no womp, one, no womp, one died? Womp, womp. No. no. That shouldn't be above the fucking elephant that got hung twice. Or you know the guy I'm, who got ripped apart by lions? It seems what, like it's even worse. You, yeah, you think that would be a little bit more horrific. You know what I love about the circus? Hmm. Juggling. Lots of juggling at the circus. <laughs> Is that what you're going to try to go do? It's not funny to anybody but us. Another tragedy <laughs> to befall be. circus workers comes in a dark chapter in American history. On June 14th, 1920, the James Robinson Circle, Circus I'm sorry, arrived in Duluth, Minnesota. Duluth. 19-year-old Irene yes, Tuscan. Duluth. Duluth, Duluth. Whatever. Fuck you guys, assholes. An 18-year-old James Sullivan watched African-American circus workers load the circus wagons. Later that night, Please, Tuscan claims that six of those circus employees had held her at gunpoint and raped her. Oh. Whoa. The police quickly arrested six men in connection with the rape. Shortly afterwards, a mob of between 5,000 and 10,000 people formed, broke into the jail, and after a mock trial, declared Elias Clayton, Elmer Jackson, and Isaac McGee Guilty of the rape, the mob beat the men, dragged them to a light pole on the corner of 1st Street and 2nd Avenue, where they were lynched. Those were African-American, sir? Yes, they were. Mm. Circus workers. Imagine that. They broke into the jail and lynched these guys. Wow. Okay, well, there's due process for you. I mean, there's your express lane, I guess. The Flying Walendas. They were an old circus family that consisted of Carl, his wife Helen... And his brother Herman. Uh, let's see here. They pioneered an act called the seven-person chair pyramid. <gasps> here comes the pyramid, in which seven people balanced on tight ropes and a chair, thirty-two feet in the air without the use of safety nets. Whoops. They were undoubtedly excellent, excellent uh, acrobats and daredevils, but in 1962, their act went horribly wrong. The lead man faltered, and three people crashed to the ground. His son-in-law and the nephew, Dieter Shep, were both killed. And one of them was paralyzed from the waist down. Well, that sounds pretty shitty. Why, why are you not using safety nets? These are truly horrific circus accidents. Well, the safety net, you know, I mean, it implies that it's safe at that point. Right. You have regardless to, you have to do of the... your technical <clears throat> skill. Yeah, these right. guys knew what they were doing. So they you do fall. it without it, it makes it more dangerous and it makes it more exciting for the audience. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of like bareback in a hooker. It's showmanship, sir. Showmanship. Uh, it's okay. dangerous and exciting. The yep. Cleveland Circus Fire, there was a fire in Cleveland. Apparently, it was like 26, let's see, 26 animals were burned to death. <laughs> and they were put down by policemen <laughs> with machine guns. 
during the fire. <laughs> a fire of unknown origin started near the life? menagerie tent of the Ringling Brothers in Barnum and Bailey. Spectators and circus workers easily escaped the flames, but the fire spread so quickly it became impossible to save all of the animals. So Nine they, cages burst into flames. So they machine gunned them down. Yeah. <laughs> They, some anim- <laughs> Listen to this. Some animals were able to escape the blaze, but 26 others were so badly burned they were put down by policemen with machine guns. <laughs> Damn it. So they're like, sorry, Nelly. <laughs> Just like fucking mowed them down with machine guns. <laughs> that is. Now why that are you is... bringing machine guns to a goddamn fire? Yeah, why are the cops sporting fucking machine guns? This is, now this is truly a horrific story. <laughs> Okay, so in 1903, this is called the Great Wallace Brothers Circus Train Disaster. Ooh, this sounds like a porno now. Mm. Two separate Wallace Brothers Circus trains crashed into each other. The first train had slowed to a halt on the railway tracks, and although the conductor of the second train saw the warning light, the brakes failed, and the two trains collided. In all, 30 circus workers were killed and another 27 injured. Several animals also died in the crash, including an Arabian horse, three camels, one Great Dane, and an elephant named Maud. (laughs) Did any of <laughs> the circus workers trying to climb out of the rubble and they just machine gun? <laughs> well, sorry, I gotta put you down. Dun, 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 dun. It's because they weren't white, I'm sure. This was in 1903. Sorry, two we more, just, gentlemen. We got two no more. first aid kits. We're just going to put you all down. Sorry. <laughs> I love my segment sometimes. Truly horrific. <clears throat> the Hagenbeck Wallace train wreck of 1918. What the fuck? There's like, apparently, if you're in the circus, stay away from trains. Mm-hmm. Okay, and stay away from the 19 teens. Yeah, and, and don't do stay away from machine guns. <laughs> yeah, well, how the fuck, man? All right, so anyway, this is a train wreck of 1918. So let's see what happens in this one. When traveling uh, via railroad to Hammond, Indiana, the train had stopped for the night, and many of the circus performers were asleep in wooden train cars. At 4 in the morning, a Michigan Central Railroad troop train slammed into the circus train at 35 miles an hour. The driver of the troop train, Alonzo Sargent, had fallen asleep at the wheel and so did not see the warnings posted about the stopped circus train. As a result, 86 people died and another 127 were injured. The trains have wheels? As far as steering wheels? Yeah. No. Oh. No. Isn't that what you said? That he fell asleep at the wheel? Mm Mm-hmm. That's what's in the article. Insane. They can still brake. They do have... There's there's an... Dude, the emergency brake, too, it's like three miles before you actually stop. Mm -hmm. Like, it takes forever. All right, so the Hartford Circus Fire. Screenshot. This is number one, right? This is the number one. All right, so this is tragically and arguably the most well-known on the list due to the scale of the fire and the extensive loss of life. So this is in 1944 on July 6th. A small fire began in the southwest sidewall of the Ringling Brothers in Barnum & Bailey Big Top Circus Tent. Because the tent was waterproofed with paraffin wax and gasoline, the fire spread rapidly. (laughs) Gasoline? God almighty. Oh my. Understandably, the crowd of 7,000 panicked and rushed towards the exits, but two of these exits were blocked by chutes used to bring in circus animals. Oh, and in the ensuing stampede, circus goers were trampled, crushed, and asphyxiated under the weight of fallen people. As the flames spread, other spectators simply burned to death or else died as a result of smoke inhalation. In a panic, some people tried leaping from the bleachers to avoid the fire, but this attempt to escape actually killed more people than it saved. In the end, an estimated 169 people died, and more than 700 were injured. That's the greatest show on Earth right there. That's the greatest (laughs) show on Earth. 
And that is why I don't go to the fucking circus anymore. Fuck that. Well, that, <laughs> that was an that was an excellent list. You like that one? So let's see. We read about There's, machine gun down animals, <laughs> two or three or four fires, train wrecks, terrible, uh, and a hung elephant. Yep. Freezing. That elephant was really hung. <laughs> Twice. From what I hear. Twice. So, uh, how has your week been, Eric? Yeah, we never got to you, Eric. We never did get to you. We just, like, skipped you and said, fuck you. Do you really want to know? I don't, because I already heard about this earlier. Oh, please. Please share. No, he's had a shitty week, dude. You don't hear Um, this. I cried. uh, Well, then don't share it if it's going to hurt you. Do you remember remember that stripper that I was seeing, like, pretty close to a year ago? With all the tats? Yeah. I, yeah, just from you talking about her and stuff. Uh, last month she killed herself. Wow. Yeah. Didn't she have like two or three kids or something? She had one kid. She had a child. Oh, just one. Yeah. Oh, then it's okay. Oh, okay. Well, no, I don't. No. Fine. I, fuck you then. No, I don't mean that. I thought she had more, but <clears throat> I knew she had kids though. So what happened with that? We don't know. I honestly don't know. Cause she kind of just stopped talking to me. So I just kind of let it go and never really thought twice about it um and then i was gonna try and get in contact with her again and then that's whenever i noticed on her facebook page like a whole bunch of people you know leaving posts about her and them in the past and whatever and uh upon my research you know i found that she actually did pass away and then found out that she had uh committed suicide um, apparently I did find some more details. She shot herself in her apartment. Um, and they actually did resuscitate her there, but whenever they got her back to the hospital, she like the wounds were too deep or something so that she just bled out. So, Oh yeah. So that's how X week's been going. It's kind of a, <clears throat> kind of a downer there, Eric. Hey, you asked. Not really, uh. And you get the mandolin out for this? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like so happy and upbeat. I'm sorry that your friend died. God damn it, dude. And I actually had another friend that killed himself as well. Well, that one is this a little better. Uh, it was uh, last month as well. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Well, this friend, it was actually, you know, somewhat of a good thing. He had a very rare condition called scleroderma. And uh, one of the byproducts of it is that your bones overcalcify and they fuse together. Mm. So his, like, fingertips and stuff, like, uh, people can't see it, but. If you imagine like you're holding a ball, mm-hmm. like a baseball, that's how his hands looked. Oh yeah. Like they and he couldn't move them. Mm-hmm. Um, he could barely like stand up and walk and sit down. Uh, yeah. Getting in a car, it really depended on what car it was. He could barely get in it. So he kind of had a pretty miserable life uh, for the past couple of years. And yeah. Couldn't take it anymore. I wanted to make a uh, like a calcium pun, but I really couldn't think of anything. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? 
Are you fucking kidding with this? Yeah, I wasn't really thinking of a pun. <laughs> Just wanted to say calcium. That well, actually yeah. sucks balls, too. Well, I mean... I don't know. I I think I just wish that we didn't have such the uh, religious fucking society that we have right now. As far as like assisted suicide? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not not for the girl because that's a whole another fucking situation. Well, she yeah, she wasn't in and, terminal condition. Yeah, she wasn't in terminal condition. I think that she had uh, some her, very deep seated problems that she the problem, never. Yeah, the told problem with her is, um, Uh-oh. as far as societally goes, more along the lines of how we view therapy, because we view it as a weakness. We view it like you only go to therapy if you're weak minded and you can't cope and you're. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just like how it's viewed, and that's why. And you know, it's funny too. Is like that. You know, normally I think people wouldn't think that's that important, except for that your insurance company also feels that way, and they don't cover that kind of shit most of the time. Because it's really not under your health insurance programs and it's such, but it's supposed to be covered under new health care law now. Yeah, it mm-hmm. should be. It really should be. Um, too often, you see exactly what that happened, and that you know, as, from a societal standpoint, if you can do anything about that, if you can offer a program that may have helped her with that, maybe she's alive, and maybe she's still providing for a child. So, once again, I uh, I really don't know everything that happened there. Well, you know. I, I know that she had, she had like issues with her ex and stuff. So uh, as long as they're ruling out foul play, I'm not sure that that plays a part, but it could have. And even still, even if he didn't actually abuse her or anything happened, uh, as far as physically during the, you know, like if there's an altercation that caused that, it could have been something that was like chronic. Yeah, I don't know. All right, <clears throat> you, no more speculation. On that kind of stuff, we need to move on. This is getting too. This is getting too deep right now. We don't need this. We had our suicide show. We gotta bring this back up. You got any funny jokes, Eric? Now that you've brought the room down, you want to fucking bring this back around? Um. There we go. Do you know how to put a baby astronaut to sleep? How do you put a baby astronaut to sleep? You rock it. You asked for a joke I gave you a joke Fuck this show You just want to call it You just want to go hang out somewhere Alright guys I appreciate you uh, listening to us Make sure you listen (laughs) Yeah motherfucker If it wasn't a Thursday night I'd love to man I'd love to go get fucking tore up You guys I don't know what you're talking about It's the dick of the week I need to like have a cue for that. The cue is just so then everybody knows to shut the fuck up. Fire it off and like wait, I'll just do this. Wait for Boggs to fucking hear it and shut his fucking yappa. So anyway, last week <clears throat> I gave the most prestigious honor to the American people. <laughs> to the American people. Congratulations. Anyway, part of it, like I said, was because of the fact that not just the whole aspect of them not going out and voting and stuff, but just making these same mistakes over and over, you know, with putting people in power positions who have proven over and over that they're going to not do what's best for your interest, but try to fucking hurt you. Um, 
But the good thing is, like I said, there's a few of the Democrats that got ousted who deserved it because they're fucking sorry and they're not liberals or not progressives anyway. They're bullshit. One of them isn't out yet, but uh, Senator Mary Landrieu of Louisiana, she's got a runoff election coming up here at the first part of December, and she's going to have her ass handed to her by the Republican. But she's going out with a fucking bang. Like everybody knows about the whole Keystone Pipeline thing, and Obama's been putting it off. Like they've been doing research on it. It's a way for him to kick it off because he doesn't want to pass this thing, even though a lot of Democrats want to pass it along with every Republican. Although all it's going to do is bring, they're just going to build the pipe. They're talking about oh, it's going to add all these jobs and stuff. No, it adds jobs while they're building the pipeline. After that, they're only going to keep like thirty or forty people on hand for maintenance and to keep t- tabs on it. And all it's going to do is bring tar sands across the United States down to the Gulf of uh, the Mexico, so they can end up shipping it off after they refine it to some other country. We don't even get the benefit of it. And it's like the most toxic, worst fucking oil substance there is, and they have to burn hundreds of thousands of gallons of clean water to fucking get this one. It's a fucking disaster. We don't need it. Well, she's been a big proponent of it. And she's, like I said, she's about on her way out. And one of the things with Louisiana, they're big for is, of course, offshore drilling and oil production and stuff. So she's trying to score big political points there, hopefully to save her ass in this election that she's not going to win. So she has got together with some of the more conservative Democrats and in the Senate, they're going to put this up for um, a vote now to pass this Keystone pipeline. And the worst part about it is this is what a dumb bitch she is. The bill that she's putting up was passed in the house. One of the co authors on the bill is a representative Bill Cassidy, who is the Republican in Louisiana. He's a rep now. He's also her opponent for Senate. So she actually wants to pass a bill that he authored to try to take credit for it if it does pass so they can get the pipeline. But it's the most ridiculous thing. What? Oh, she is the fucking worst. I've always hated her, but she's talked bad about the administration and White House on this issue for some time. And uh, the thing that I love about it is there's a few Democrats that are kind of getting up her ass and backing her on it. But the one thing that I found... That made me happy, at least, is uh, the White House came out, the spokesman for uh, the president, and basically said, yeah, you guys go ahead and pass it if you want. I'm going to veto that son of a bitch. So that makes me extremely happy. So she's selling out progressive ideals um, to try to win over a few votes from them fucking yokels in Louisiana, those backwoods motherfuckers who won't vote for her anyway, just because she's just so hardcore. And I'm going to tell you right now, another thing that sucks about her is she's going to end up leaving um, in December. She's going to get voted out, and then I guarantee you she'll go work for gas and oil companies. I guarantee she'll have a big position with them. It's Some it's fucking bullshit. guaranteed. She's the fucking worst. Her and uh, as a she's fucking dick of the week. A and B are the uh, other Senate Democrats that are going along with her bullshit and standing up for her and trying to get this thing passed as well. Fuck them as well. Why don't you name them off so people know? I don't fucking know all of them off the top of my head. <laughs> She's a she's a cunt. And a I do want to correct myself. Scleroderma is actually not uh, overcalcification of bones. It's a uh, connective tissue problem. My apologies. Okay. I don't know what that means. They just harden up? Yeah. Your fucking... Your joints just stop being joints? Yeah. Pretty much. It's kind of like... I guess it'd be like arthritis to an extreme. And not everybody that has scleroderma mm. necessarily is life-threatening. 
it, it varies. So some people it's not as serious. Um, I do remember <clears throat> this was back when I first came back to Texas as uh, Boggs eats his uh, yogurt. Fucking Greek yogurt um, eating son of a bitch. It's good. Me, my best friend, him, and one of our other buddies, we took a trip out to Vegas. I know. You like yogurt. And whenever we went out to Vegas, he had this like skin problem. Man yogurt. And it was like these little bumps, and, it, and he was like constantly itching the entire time. And you know, we we really didn't know what it was or what it was from. And then later, he got diagnosed to scleroderma. So, mm. and that was actually kind of the last like big trip that he ever got to take. Oh yeah, you know what? I remember you telling us about that last, you know, big hurrah. And so, it was kind of nice that we were able to do it at that time because it was just perfect. Because he wasn't quite so debilitated from the disease to where he couldn't move. Uh, but at the same time, he was able to have fun and do his thing and be himself. So We need to do that. I keep saying it. I think I brought it up last week when I was buzzed. Road trip, road trip. You that's, know what we need? That's in the works, man. You know what we need? Uh, any listeners out there, if you live in a cool place, and let's say you got an extra bedroom or two, <laughs> we'll come stay with you and hang out with you if you want. Just uh, send us the information. We don't mind. We need someplace good, though. We need to get the fuck out of Texas. This fucking I agree. We need, like, anybody you live in, like... Uh, Colorado? You guys don't... You live, didn't yeah. like the Austin trip? Would you do Austin again? Eh, I mean, Austin's fun, but, I mean, we need to get the hell out of state. It, yeah, if anybody lives in, like... Denver, Rocky Mountain area. I love it up there. It's great. I would actually, I would dig a Colorado trip. Oh, that's nice. <clears throat> we'll go there. Uh, fuck it, dude. San Francisco, LA, something like that would be great. Uh, East Coast. That's an expensive trip. That's why we need someone to let us crash on the fucking couch, Helms. We'll save some that's money. Good, that is a good point. Yeah. Um, I'd be down for all that, really. Yeah. So you people make this happen for us. Well, and you know, that's the other <laughs> thing is I can at least provide entertainment. If you guys let us in, I'll, I'll do like a full set for you of all the stuff I've done. And Yo, man, I suck your dick. <laughs> Yo, man, I suck your cock, nigga. Um, whoa, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> What'd you say? I've had a lot to drink tonight. Mm. Ah, racist box. Okay. Oh, I wanted to bring up. I, Eric went to go touch himself real quick. After we were talking about man yogurt, he got excited. He did get excited. Yeah. His eyes got big and he ran off. So anyway, like, I was talking about the Keystone thing with the fucking, you know, it's pollution. It's bullshit. Anyway, did you hear that uh, U.S. and China, like, they're doing that summit over there right now. And uh, they made a pact for a carbon emissions climate deal. I mean, I know we don't believe in climate change in this country because, you know, Jesus said that there's no fucking science that proves it. So, you know... Dr. Jesus, but um, us and China are the two biggest um, emitters of greenhouse gases in the world. And they put together a package that um, Obama and I can't even remember the name of their fucking president. I think it's like Jinping or something. And I'm not just making up names. I really think that's right. Um, Sorry for my, my microphone. God here. damn you, dude. My bad. <clears throat> concentrating real hard here. But Jinping? They wanna, Jinping? Jinping? <laughs> I think it's the, it, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's, it's something like that. I heard it. Anyway, so by 2025, the goal is to get carbon emissions down 30%. In China? China Talking and the about US? the China-Obama thing yeah. and all the Republicans bashing them saying, 
oh, well, our states are having debilitating fucking carbon emissions, blah, 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 blah. Well, you you remember when they had the Olympics in China, the pictures, you know how, like, fucking Beijing and they show how... Oh, yeah, everybody's got to wear a fucking mask. Oh, my God, fucking, dude. Yeah. It was real funny because, like, I don't know what they did. I guess they just shut down the whole fucking city for a couple weeks leading up to this summit thing. So, like, <laughs> a lot of the smogs kind of dissipated. And it was real funny because they're like, yeah, you know, after the leaders leave and stuff, it's like, ah, fuck it, fire up the furnaces again, you know, and the people in China are like, but it's, we saw blue sky. It's like the first time they've seen blue skies in like years. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, it's the saddest <clears throat> fucking thing. You know, if you guys want me to, I can talk to a buddy of mine that was in, uh, he was in the nanotechnology department at UT mm-hmm. in Austin. His name's Aaron. Um. But he was telling me that the, before he graduated, and I haven't talked to him since then, but one of the projects that he was on was a nanotechnology bot that would eat smog. Say what? He was working on nanotechnology, and it was essentially just a little bug that they would throw in the air, and it would just capture smog. How the fuck does that even work? It's a robot, and you, it's kind of like... Do you understand the, nanotechnology at all? It's a very small robot, if you want to think of it that way. Yeah. It works on the nano level, like microscopic level. Yeah. So they just release a lot of that into the air. How does it eat carbon dioxide emissions? It's a molecule. It's a molecule. Out of the air, though. And it's so tiny that it can grab that molecule. Yeah. And diffuse it. Yeah. Huh. I don't know if they've ever actually gotten it to work, but that's what they were working on. Huh. And basically, like, that was the, the implication was exactly that. It was like, hey, we can build a nanobot that, you know, companies have to use to clean off all of their emissions. I am all for and down with that kind of technology and <clears throat> stuff. There just needs to be some kind of failsafe to where, it's, like, its lifespan is very, very limited. I like things that clean off my emissions when I'm done. You know. You know what I mean? Because those nanobots, I mean, if they become too much... And they wind up even worse than what we've already got. Oh, I can see what you... I don't know. I guess... Um, like, if you have... It's a you, robot, so you can... You I can, understand that, but I... But you can gather them honestly don't know what's going to happen. Like, you know, it, it's just like whenever scientists, you know, back in the, the 90s and stuff, they would bring in uh, some kind of species into a region to try and counter something else that was happening. Mm-hmm. You know? And that species, they didn't realize, oh, shit, it thrives in this condition and winds up being worse than what they already had. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same principle. I don't know that that's going to be the case because it's a robot that you can move around yourself. So I'm not sure. I, I, you know, that's something that you'd have to ask Aaron. Um, so have, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him tonight and uh, see if I can't set him up for next show. Whoa, there's a tease. I mean, oh, we're pretty good friends. I used to, he was like a neighbor of mine mm-hmm. when I was in high school. We hung out a few times. Be sure to tune in for that. But Na- yeah, he nano was, tech talk next Aaron, week. Aaron, Aaron is, I, he's got his degree now, so I'm sure, and he got it in <laughs> nanotechnology, so I'm sure he's pretty knowledgeable about. So now he knows what he's talking about. Did, no, he is, he has the credentials in the field, so yeah. Did we have a topic? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay. Do you should guys we, want to do that? Should we get to that? I guess we're almost two hours in. No, so we're maybe. not. They were like. 45 minutes in or something. What's the... Uh, 51 minutes in. Uh, what's the one then? I got one little follow-up thing. That's that, the, that's saying it's the first hour. Did we oh, Have we not done this? That's weird. Uh, like on 15 other zero. fucking shows. Hey, 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 listener, please tell Boggs to fucking die. 
Whoa. Little I mean, I can't, I can't deal with this. I mean, cool. honestly, he's got a. I can't fucking. Deal, I can't deal with this. Oh, are you quitting on this one? Not to quit. I, I quit on the hundredth episode. <laughs> I'm quitting on the one hundred and one. Quitting on the one hundred and one. Okay, um, I'll follow suit next week. Just to follow up because I found this and I thought this was this is on the fucking whole Chinese thing about them killing their people slowly, not juggling chopsticks. Sir, please. I'm not talking about juggling right now. This is talking about carbon emissions. Carbon emission? You know, because of the implication. (laughs) So anyway, in China, the top travel agency, ctrip.com, and their leading insurer, Ping On, I guess, they have uh, teamed up to start selling travel insurance for smog smog insurance for the travelers if you come to china check this out there's there's a thing with it though the premiums are real cheap it's only like two or three dollars for the insurance while you're there this is like in case you get you know sick if you get the uh, bronchitis or something because of all the smog in the air as you're traveling it ruins your trip you can take this insurance out to cover your costs uh the only things that apply as far as terms are you have to take or book your tour or trip Travel through sea trip, of course, because they're in cahoots, right? Trip has to last at least three to seven days, and it only covers the, the six major cities of China. It's just your uh, Shanghai's, your Beijing's, Jiangs, you know, shit like that. So, if you guys want to take a trip over there and get smog insurance, okay. So this is this is related to the insurance thing. <laughs> at one point, I had uh, when I was in the the Electric Authority it was my old band. We bought insurance for all of our stuff because we put it in a storage unit. And we're like, you know, this would really suck balls if like some other unit caught fire because all the sprinklers go off, right? Mm-hmm. And that would pretty much destroy everything we had. So I bought insurance. And you know what it doesn't cover? It doesn't cover nuclear explosion. Wow. And they made that very clear to me. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. Then. That's why I was really confused. I was like, really? You don't cover? Because the guy who told me he was going through the policy said, and we don't cover any nuclear explosion if we're ever attacked. And how I was like, you felt it was necessary to tell me that over the phone? How about so, circus tent fires? <laughs> I don't believe that was covered he, either. He probably got his manuscript from like the 1940s. You mean the 1960s? 60s. Yeah, whatever. Uh, womp womp. Speaking of womp womp, tonight's topic. Take over, bitch. <clears throat> privatization. Yay. I mean, what? Privatization. Now, my research on this topic basically started and stopped at education because the principles behind this one are the most uh, the most dear to me in education to start. And two, most of the concepts will apply to other things, and for the most part, it consists of public goods. So the real, I guess, long title of the topic is privatization of public goods. Uh, and to start that, I want to talk economics. Is that cool with you two assholes? No, I hate economics. The first thing I'll say, this is simple, <laughs> is going anyway. Yeah, is the the market will fail public goods pretty much every time. And the reason no. why, the reason why that's true, is let's look at like I don't know, garbage. I guess I think I talked to you about this earlier. God damn it, I even said that. We wouldn't say that because of this exact reason. I Fuck! Was, I was keeping my mouth shut. Well, You're the one that brought it up, well, sir. You know, how I, you know how I get when I drink. No. <laughs> By the way, this is really good. 
Rar, thank you for Visionary Brew because Jesus Christ, this is good. Oh, you opened the Visionary? Yes, I did. And it it's is delicious. Delicious. Come I'm, here. Come here, dude. I'm tap a, it. I want to tap it. I've already drank Tap mine. it, you son of a bitch. Oh, oh tap it. Sorry. I want to try Visionary Brew. You want to drink? I don't want to drink after you. Well, fuck off. You've already rubbed up against me once tonight. <laughs> That's enough content. That was a creepy <laughs> old man hug, yes. They rubbed whiskers. We did. <laughs> it was magical. Anyway. I didn't even get a so, job, so it's not no, really the, gay. You know, this is this is probably not the most political issue, really. Um, I think people try to make it one. No, it's highly politicized. See, that's just dumb to me. It's not. It's it's a matter of math, and it's a matter of just knowing a, a couple of basic pr- uh, principles. And one unfortunately, of them is, the privatization of most of the f- facets of these public goods in which you speak of is through public office, mm-hmm. and it usually tries to work in the favor of whoever's holding such said public office. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to talk about education or do you want to do other things first? I've got five articles, so I've got like <laughs> a lot of shit to sort through. Um, I mean, I, I think we should talk about some of the public goods that have been offered up to privatization. Um, we, there's several cases. You have toll roads, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest failure, which was in um, Iowa, where or sorry, Indiana, where they gave up their toll road uh, to I eighty, they gave it to a uh, Australian group, and um, yeah, this actually was one of the ones where it worked out for neither party, uh, because it didn't meet the expectations of the income in which this group thought that they were going to make. Um, so they filed bankruptcy here actually pretty recently and left the state with a giant $9 million to pay off. Meanwhile, the state had already paid them. Was uh, the road finished? Yeah, the road was finished. Well, that's good. At least it's usable. <laughs> it's usable, but uh, when it first originated, and this is what most uh, Indianans were having a problem with, was that they could raise the rates three times a year at a flat rate of, I believe, 3%. That makes sense because it matches inflation, um, even though it doesn't. Without question. So it didn't matter if there was inflation added in. They could just raise it, which they did every single year, mm-hmm. all like <clears throat> all three times throughout the year. Um, then you have other wonderful cases such as, uh, Chicago parking meters. Um, so in 2008, Chicago decided to, uh, lease out the rights to collect from the parking meters. Come on, bitch. Stop it. What the fuck are you guys doing over there? <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's trying to go um, to, uh, Morgan Stanley. You guys know that name, right? Morgan Stanley. I've heard it a few Hell's times. Hell's fuck. Yeah. So they leased out their parking meters for 75 years. Yeah. Um, The instant in 2008 when Morgan Stanley took over these parking meters. Why are you taking a picture of this? (laughs) Just keep going, dude. Um, God damn, getting thrown off by a fucking picture. Yeah, because you got a fucking flash in my face, you piece of shit. Flashing in his face, you son of a bitch, cock-ass bitch. Um, right away, the parking meters went up fourfold. I'll be better next time. And also, meters stopped working. Therefore, people <clears throat> got ticketed. Hmm. Coincidence. Um, 
So obviously residents were very unhappy. Uh, but as it turns out, when you get into the nitty gritty of the details, Morgan Stanley got out of the deal more than just having to raise meters and all that stuff and getting a lot of income because of that. Uh, they also were able to, through the lease agreement, shortchange the city $974 million. That's a shit pile of money. So, while they give the city of Chicago $1.15 billion for a 75-year lease, they stand to earn $9.58 billion. Sounds good. That's what I call a good return on investment. That's pretty damn solid, yeah. How come I'm not getting that shit with my 401k? Because you are an individual. Oh, I like I like being an individual. And then, you know, well, join the Borg and you'll make more money. The most disgusting, up, heinous kid. case of privatization I could possibly think of. Something that we've already talked about several times on this podcast. Prisons for profit. That is a very disgusting, disgusting endeavor. In which we've also talked about very recently with... Uh, Max Davidson from DFW. friend, Max Davidson. Yeah, I, I don't even... <sighs> You know, what's, what's sickening to me is that that is politicized now. Like there's, That's what I'm saying. Privatization like is politicized, whether you no, like specifically, it or not. Specifically prisons for profit. But that's, you know, that does get back to the derivative here that, you know, public goods should be public goods. Your tax dollars should fund things like that because there shouldn't be profits attached to things like that. No, instead our tax dollars are going to pay the Federal Reserve off oh, for the debt in which we owe. Mm-hmm. Because we can't print our own money. We have to hoard off to fucking bankers. Hold on. Time out. What? We can print our own money. We're a sovereign We nation. don't. Yes, we do. We have two mints. There's one in Saginaw and there's one somewhere else like D.C. or some We shit. don't print our own money. Look then at your fucking money that you have. Why are there two mints? It's printed by the Federal Reserve. Okay. The Federal Reserve has nothing to do with the U.S. government. It has a lot to do with the no, U.S. government. it does not. It's it a separate entity. Is Sure, but that doesn't mean it doesn't do something with the federal government. They were literally chartered by Congress. Um, I think they were illegally ratified into <clears throat> being, to be honest. I think that may be true also, but Congress still said you're an entity that we want to pay to do all this shit. Yeah, we pay international bankers a shitload of money to mm -hmm. pile up debt and put us further into debt. That's exactly what they do. Are we talking about like a... Fiscal deficit, or are we talking something else? Because the fiscal deficit has nothing to do with the Federal Reserve. No, not the fiscal deficit. Okay, so how are we in debt from that? Because we owe them bonds. That's what we trade for our money mm -hmm. to them. And then they say, mm -hmm. okay, you owe us that back plus interest. Hold on. If you buy a bond from them, they owe you money. No, they're buying the bond from the U.S. government. You're talking about the reserve? With their printed money, Yes. Okay. How do you not know this shit, dude? I'm I'm really confused why this is an issue for you. I think there's other issues with the Federal Reserve, but I'm not really oh, sure. Oh, there's that, plenty of fucking issues. I'm not really with the sure Federal that Reserve. that's an issue with the Federal Reserve. Certainly, at all. because it puts us instantly in debt. Okay, that's kind of like okay. So the opposite end of that is: Do you like saving money? I mean, to an extent, yes, for retirement. You can't have it both ways. You're either going to save for retirement with interest or you're not going to get that because you have to put that it somewhere. Not at all what the Federal Reserve is. You either 
can loan your money out and are therefore a lender and expect interest in return for that. We were doing that. fine without the Federal Reserve. They orchestrated a fucking disgusting depression to prove a point. This is actually a great point. That we had point. a volatile system. This is a really and great point. And then came in with their swindling ways and said, mm-hmm. hey, you know, we'll, we'll protect you. We'll save you just in case. That is. And then the guy that signed the fucking act mm-hmm. regretted it. Mm-hmm. Woodrow, uh, yeah. Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Two Wilson. years yeah. later, Woodrow he Wilson. wrote that he deeply regret- regretted it because he mm-hmm. knew that it was putting America in crippling financial debt to international bankers who did not care about our fucking life. So once again, this is, a, this is more of an issue with the people that are involved, like international bankers and people who don't really care about other people, less about the system. Do you understand that? That's different. Well, this no. is that's very high level. You, if you guys want to take it back down, maybe to lower level and just kind of go off of like. Well, all I'm saying is like private education. Keep. We'll talk about prisons. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Hold oh, on. we're talking about privatization. We'll, we'll get back to prisons first and education. Actually, I mean the Fed is. I mean the Fed is kind of privatization because of it is privatization money of literally money printing. But yeah, it's not listen, a government entity. It is. Bankers. It is a government entity. No, it's it not. is a government no, entity. It's no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's fucking. It holds not. no fucking government office whatsoever. They the, own the government, is what they they're do. They literally they appoint the chairman. Dude. No. The president appoints the chairman, but they're a private end. It's the most fucked up situation ever. The Federal Reserve is not federal. Uh-huh. <laughs> it has nothing to do with federal government. It has nothing to do with the federal government. It's if like it had a, nothing to do with the federal government, I don't think you can make the claim the president appoints their chairman. They d- he does. Actually. Then it has something to do with the federal government. Dude, I don't understand how it works. Very loosely and affiliated. You literally, they can't. Look, the Federal Reserve, by law, has to have somebody that's from, like, the New York branch from that has to be on that board, right? The president can elect him. Now, there are some really fucked up things with the Federal Reserve, but nothing you've said is that. The fucked up thing about the Federal Reserve is they've never made the right decision for everyone. They've made the right decision for them. They've always said things like, you know what we should do here? To fix the economy in the 1929 stock market crash, we should do the opposite thing of what we're going to do because this is what's going to make us money. We're going to crash everything and we're the only ones holding capital. So now I can buy everything. Hey, man. That's the problem mm, with the Federal that Reserve. That wasn't the Federal Reserve. That was international bankers. Who, who that. own that? That's my point. Is I know, the, but at that's that a corruption. time, the Federal that's not Reserve a, that's was not, not a system in place. Thing. That was, the 29 stock market crash? Yeah. So they set it up for what purpose again? Wait, 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 wait. Woodrow Wilson was when? Because the stock market crash 40s, was under... dude. That's when it got passed. Yeah. Stock market cr- crash happened in 29, but FDR it was, was after the result that. of the wealthy... Yeah, the wealthy people yanked all the shit out of the stock market to make it crash to kind of prove a point. Like, hey, look, we need some kind of regulation because they wanted this. I don't think that was. I don't think that's even close to accurate. Go back and do a little history. Very accurate, actually. No, I don't think you pull your money and crash the economy over that. Yes, first off, you do. First off, that causes so Look, much fear that even your money that's, isn't worth that's anything. Point. That's what they that's wanted the to do. That's the point. Then your dollar doesn't mean shit because you can't oh do anything God. anymore. Okay, go back to the prisons and stuff. Because he's not going to get this. We've done a show on this, you piece of shit. Go back and listen to it. <laughs> I, I was there, and I still don't agree with oh, any of that. You fucking, you I still prick. think that most of that's corruption-based, not system-based. Well, of course it's that's corruption. Kind of like, it's corruption that's the same. That's the, you know what, they though? Co- There's corruption and welfare, and why aren't we discussing that? Why aren't we discussing the corruption there, huh? Oh my God. We've never talked about that? Yeah, we have, We've always, No, we haven't. Times. We literally have discredited that. 
That's all we've ever said about it. We've mm-hmm. never actually talked about corruption cases. No, we we've said that there are definitely people that corrupt that system, but it doesn't mean then that you then we should throw crash the system. system away. No, that's my point. Is that that is an inconsistent argument? We shouldn't throw no, that system no, away, but we should throw this one away. That system helps out the people that need the fucking help. You're Your right. Your system only helps the fucking rich. No, it doesn't because you have to print money. No, you don't. Yes, you fucking do, Eric. You do not. Yes, you do. There has never been a history ever of humanity where there hasn't been a form of currency. Actually, there is. Ever. No, there hasn't. A lot. There has always been a barter system. Companies. Some sort A company? What the fuck? There's a company that exists. There's a group of people that exist that formulated a company, but they didn't have a currency to pay their workers? How the fuck does that work? You barter or something, there's always a form of value. We're constantly valuing something. We're constantly making sure that something has something attached to it that we can say, this is an equal trade. You pull away with stuff that you need, I pull away with stuff that I need, and it was an equal system. There's always been currency. Period. Always. So just because it's always been means it always needs to be? No, but we're no, not ready for exactly that. exactly what you're saying. It's not what I'm saying. Yeah, you are. You're saying that I'm saying that because you, of the we are not ready been. for something to not be there like that. You know, so many of the problems that we have have nothing to do with whether or not there's a currency. You know, Actually, that's the thing. all the problems we have have to do with No, the fact it's that about a inequality. It's about the fact that exactly. we don't understand. That has we nothing have, to do with whether or not there's a currency that exists. We have this exists. fucked up idea that we have to hoard and we have to fucking keep on getting more and more and more. And the whole fucking fallacy of it all is that greed. It's See, all that's, greed. That's way more American than you realize, I think. Like, that's just not the case in so many other countries. Mm. And a lot of, like, lower-tier societies, too, like African tribes. I don't give a shit about that. Fuck you, Michael. <laughs> what happened? This show started off so good. <laughs> Remember the fun we used to have when we were talking about butt pirates and juggling and all that stuff? Hold on a stuff? second. Hold on a second. Anyway, what were we saying? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. Uh, I don't know. Send it off to the listeners. Listeners, who's right? Eric or Boggs? All right, so prisons. Back to prisons. <laughs> That's a fucking disgusting travesty. You got you got about 10 minutes and then fuck this. Actually, let's hear some mandolin. <laughs> Shut up. All right, so as far as prisons go, see, that's a really disgusting system because that should be a system where your tax dollars go. You know what happened with that, dude? You know why we have private prisons or how that shit got implemented to begin with? No, but if you have the history behind it, I'd love to hear it. I'll just give you, this is the very fucking brief cookie cutter on it. Try and reel this fucking thing back in before it gets out of control again. Uh, By the way, I love you guys. In the 80s, of course, we had the fake war on drugs and stuff. And we know because of marijuana and fucking drugs and stuff. That's how, like, even now with our prison population, that's why we get, like, 400,000 people a year in fucking prison for that bullshit. Mm. That's what started their eyes. Back in the 70s, the entire prison population in the United States was, like, around 250,000 or so, late 70s. Now it's how many million? What is it, like, 3 million now? Fucking almost 3 million or something. What happened with that boom was in the 80s because they started enforcing these drug laws and some other bullshit cracking down and they made the, you know, that three strikes you're out type shit and it started really packing the people in the prisons. They had to build more and more prisons. Well, to fund them, they had put up like referendums and stuff for tax dollars, but it got to the point where they couldn't get enough, enough tax revenue to harbor all the fucking prisoners that we kept throwing in there. That's why 
then corporations got involved. Like I said, this is during the great Reagan time frame. And then they kind of started working on things with the conservatives and stuff because conservatives love um, privatizing anything, which they want to do, like our Social Security and everything else now. Um, That's also disgusting. They took it as like, oh, well, here's something we can do. So they started getting in cahoots and some of the states started. I can't remember what states first. I think it was like Tennessee or something was one of the first states to do this where private corporations came in and said, we'll run your fucking prisons. And then, you know, we'll just charge you a certain sum for each prisoner, blah, blah, blah. So that's one reason now why we have such a problem with these, these laws, because these corporations, they get involved and they want to keep these petty laws or these big sentences for these petty laws on the books and stuff. That's why you don't see this. Like, well, everybody knows it's ridiculous. If you get caught with a fucking ounce of weed three times, you shouldn't go to jail for 10 years for it. That's bullshit. But they can't get those laws off because they're constantly lobbying to keep them. Because for every prisoner they got in there, you know, for each bed taken, they get X amount of dollars. But By the way, where is their funding coming from? It is the government, correct? They're being funded by? Like the states. Whatever state that they're in, they pay okay. them. But instead of having to... Um, pay for like they pay for the you know the private prisons come in they pay for the prisons they pay for all the stuff involved the state just pays them per prisoner an amount so instead of having to get referendums and all that stuff to get the tax dollars to build these big fucking prisons and all the guards and all that shit it's all taken care of by the private corporations but like I said you've seen uh, the prison count not just double and triple but I mean it's tenfold more than it was 30 years ago, 25 years ago. So that's how they're making their profits. Now, being tenfold doesn't matter as much as far as the number, considering what your population is. What's the population of the U.S. change? Oh, I doubt it's changed that much. In that's the, last the that's years. the troubling part. You know what I'm saying? Because like if you're tenfold over the prison populace, but your populace is tenfold, it kind of actually matches suit when you oh, think about we statistics. Haven't, we haven't. But I doubt that. Like <laughs> tenfold, the American populace is ridiculous. Like That'd I be said, insane. Like I said, in the late 70s, it was like 200-some thousand people. Now it's, you know, pushing 3 million people in prison. See, that's it's like ridiculous. the one thing. It's I had this talk with somebody recently, too, that was from not this country. And we were talking about American exceptionalism. And, you know, they come from another country. People come from another country. And like, oh, America's so great. You know, it's like, well, you came from a shithole. So <laughs> you, you, you think that this fucking country's awesome. But it's like, I mean, I think this country's got a lot of great things. We've talked about it before. But there's so many things that we don't do well. And we have the resources. We, we have the wealth to do it. That's what's so frustrating about America. And one of them is that. It's like, I was trying to explain to him, like, you know, we're only number one in really two categories. I mean, education, we're fucking way down. Mm-hmm. Healthcare, we're 40s. You know, 30s, 40s. We're like 70s, dude. No, no, no. Last time I checked, it was like 70s. It's, no, it's, the two categories we're good in. Can you guess? Cholesterol and arrogance. <laughs> You're almost you're almost dead on with the arrogance part. He's completely right, but not in the, in the kind that you can actually measure. <laughs> you can certainly measure that. Um, Cholesterol no, or arrogance? Uh, military spending. Yeah, not surprised there. And prison pop- population, which it's funny because China has over a billion people. We only have three hundred million. We have more people in prison than China, even. You know the repressive commie China. So that's the two things we lead in: imprisoned people and military spending. Go USA. But I mean, that's that's okay, what so happens to the prisons. When we talked to Max too, one of the most disgusting things he ever said was the politician who looked at the six-year-old girl and said, "Well, I'm sorry, honey, but that's just morally wrong." I'm like, fuck you, asshole. Oh, about the abortion? No. I thought that he wanted to abort her. 
Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I'm getting up. That was, <laughs> she needed the pots for fucking disease. Sorry. Wow. I'm just trying to change it up a little bit. But yeah, dude, that was, sorry, but you know what else is fucked up? And that's another thing. And there's the case not too long ago, I think in like Pennsylvania or something, where a judge, a lot of these youth judges, they'll send these kids to those fucking private, like little youth prison camps or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's a judge up there who like, on average, like the rest of the judges, depending on what the crimes were and stuff, you know, maybe 10% of the kids that come before, I mean, I'm kind of pulling this out of my ass right now, but before most judges would be sentenced to these type of camps under him, it was like a 75% hit ratio. And what it was, was he had a deal with some of the prisons to send these kids there. So like they'd come in for like bullshit little things and he could just let them off with like probation or, you know, go fucking pick up cigarette butts or whatever. He'd just keep fucking sending with these these like juvenile prison camp things because he was in cahoots. He's getting kickbacks. That's where corporations, you know, when you privatize shit, you get that kind of corruption stuff. I know the government has corruption. There's no doubt about it. And there's a, but we all know corporations, it's all about making money. It's like pollute as much as you can to get away with it. Fuck it. If you get caught, eh, we'll pay a fine. This is my main problem with uh, conservatives that are actually intellectual. I think I've mentioned this before, but they, they're just, Enamored with the idea of supply and demand. So you hit market equilibrium, period. You know what I'm saying? Now like, we, no matter I, what I've it takes. Heard, I've never heard this from you before. Why don't you explain it to me real quick? I hate you. I really Why don't do. you explain it in song? No matter what it takes, you hit that. If it means polluting, you do it. If it means you have to pay off a judge, you do it. If it means you get kickbacks to that, you do it. Well, I, you know what's amazing, too, is that they, they don't care about the kickback cost of that judge. But they hate taxes so much. No, they they hate taxes and regulation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't do these things. That's that's part of the point. Is like sometimes inefficiency. Taxes. Sometimes inefficiency is worth it. It is. The main takeaway from that. It is. Come on, man. Play us out, dude. Play something. Dude, I have five articles about education. You fucking you two wasted fifteen minutes arguing over the goddamn Federal Reserve. First off, heated debates are fine. Okay. I'm just secondly, saying, you used up your fucking time, bitch. <coughs> secondly, mm. by the way, that clearing of the throat was more about Michael. Shut the fuck up, I bitch. Hope, I hope Eric fucks you up after this is over. <laughs> and I'm going to fucking tape it and I'm going to put it on Vine uh, so everybody could see it. You don't really have that much time on Vine, do you? I need six seconds. That's plenty of time for me to get a fucking good kid. Okay, you know, before I go on to the education part, can you just tell me what the point is of a six-second vine? That just doesn't seem like... I don't know. ...enough time to do shit. I don't know. That's why I only do, like, one every two or three shows. So anyway, (laughs) as far as education goes, I think education is another really sick endeavor as far as trying to privatize because so many... There's so many ways and reasons why this is wrong. Um... You know, and especially when it comes to, like, the Christian schools, because those are all privatized, obviously. Um, and then access to schools like that. Those are the both the, the two things you'll notice a theme when I start reading off stuff like this. So, the first issue, uh, as far as education goes, why are you shaking your head no? I'm just disappointed in you, yeah. sir. Okay, never mind. So disappointed in you. Why are you disappointed? That motherfucker is telling us that the Federal Reserve is <laughs> for the government. Now, sir, you... Now he has no notes to continue. <laughs> here, here, you have one note. Good job. God, you have to throw your fucking papers at He's me. He's just trying to make a point. I w- he could make his point. 
I just I'm still disappointed in him. So very disappointed. Do you like it? Do my son comes home, get in trouble from school, and just just fucking disappointed, man. You just expect more from me, you know. He just uh, he let me down. Are we about to talk about your son now? You know that uh, if anybody wants to, they can always go back and dig through one of our, what was it, like first 10 episodes or something I think we did, the Federal Reserve Show. You can listen to Boggs fucking probably fuck that one up too with his non-understanding of how the Federal Reserve works. Shithead. Play us out, motherfucker. I want to hear some mandolin up in this bitch. We didn't get enough of it. It's time to go now. Hope you're fucking proud of yourself. I had good Rick Perry ass jokes. I talked about fucking animals getting shot to death with machine guns, and you fucking ruined the whole thing, man. Now I'm happy again. <laughs> That's what I wanted. You happy? Nah, I could be happier. Let's kick it up a notch, dude. <laughs> do you do you like sex? Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. It's pretty nice. Why is this thing not fucking blowing up yet? <laughs> the love of Christ. So anyway, thanks for listening again. <laughs> Does anybody else have anything? You want to pick up your fucking papers and do a fucking 15-minute diatribe on private schools, motherfucker? No. You know, you know what I like about private schools? They always make them wear those little skirts and outfits. That's, that's Catholic school, which I guess is also yeah. private. but Nine, Well, the high schools, of course. I'm talking about the 18-year-old girls that are legal. Oh. Three, yeah. Two, I understand one. that. Ball.